1: So many dimensions to things happening around the world, reaching out into nations beyond our own. Well, something of a focus today on to Nepal and to the area known as Tibet, which is technically part of China. And of course, uh, there are all sorts of disputes that go on over Tibet, but let's talk about Christian Mission as it reaches out into Nepal and into Tibet. Keith Robinson is co founder of Priority Tibet Ministries, based here in Australia. Keith travels to Nepal and into Tibet when he can. It's not as easy to get into Tibet, but let's talk about what's happening with Christianity in that part of the world. Hello, Keith. Welcome along to
2: 2020. Hello, Neil. Thank you for the time.
1: Keith, you've been monitoring along how the situation is unfolding in Nepal and in Tibet. Uh, there's a new constitution in Nepal. How does that affect uh, people in both Nepal and in Tibet?
2: I'm not sure that it affects uh, Tibetans dramatically. Um, one of the concerns is that the both China and India are vying for greater involvement in nepal at the expense of one or the other um, and just recently they had you know the parliament of nepal uh, voted to 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 implement a, a secular uh, a secular constitution and um in in so doing dispelled any any opportunity for the hindu uh, folk to have a, a constitution that would favour them uh, most particularly. Um, back in 2006, I think it was, the king was dethroned. He was essentially a Hindu god and the Hindus have been quite militant ever since because of that. And, uh, and so at this point, them now being told that the constitution will be secular has been quite a slap in the face in essence.
1: Keith, the border between Tibet and Nepal, is it easy for Nepalese people to cross that border? I know that uh, there are challenges going across the border into Tibet for someone like yourself.
2: Yes, if you're a local within probably about a half a kilometre either side of the Goodwill Bridge, uh, there's some form of um, uh, leniency, if you like, uh, because... The Goodwill Bridge was built across a quite a large chasm or gorge, and, uh, and as immediately that it was built, China just claimed it to be anything on, on the northern side was theirs. And so families that had been, had been you know are quite adversely affected because of that, that change. And so now the Nepalese on the northern side are essentially Tibetan folk and uh, on the southern side are uh, still Nepalese. So but there's, there's some leniency in them getting to and fro on a basically a day pass, if you like, you know. Yeah.
1: Now, the earthquake, which really shattered Nepal just recently, mm. uh, there was lots of reporting on what was going on in Nepal with the earthquake and uh, the devastation that it caused. Mm. Of course, uh, it caused a lot of devastation across the border in Tibet as well, but that wasn't so widely reported.
2: No, it wasn't widely reported, and um, in essence, the, the main road that leads from China slash Tibet into Nepal, which is a international traffic, you know, for um, for all sorts of goods and wares, etc., has been dramatically challenged in the sense that that major road has been uh, affected badly by a, quite a large uh, landslide. I think it's about a kilometre or a bit longer. And um, essentially there is no traffic now coming in from China. Um, so there's a lot of disruption as to people's income and you know, so forth from, from that alone. Yeah.
1: With the new constitution in Nepal, I, I know that Christians have been celebrating the fact that it's uh, called a secular constitution. It gives mm. Christians a level of freedom Correct. there. What sort of freedom is there for Christians and for the church on the Tibet side of the border?
2: Let me say none. Um, Yes, you've really got to be careful. When we go into uh, Tibet, we have to be very particular about what we say and do, albeit uh, I have been very blessed to have been given opportunity to uh, speak to Tibetans um, that are genuine, you know, Tibetans, not Chinese imports, and uh, as soon as you start to show uh, care and concern for them, they will protect you in some ways by not reporting you to the to the uh, Chinese officials. So, on one occasion, we we were travelling with a, a you know a, a, a guide who's a, supposedly a Chinese informant, and uh, we said to him, look, we our God heals people that are, are sick, and um, we would like to know if you have any sick Tibetans in 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 this area it was between Lhasa and the western border and uh, on the next morning he came back to us oh yes we have a whole stack (laughs) and so when we'd finished our what we were doing there we we spent a few hours praying for the sick in you know Tibetans in that particular enclave and uh, yeah so God was really good in that vein that we were given an entree into um, the opportunity to, to to speak the word of God into their lives and and uh, see these really elderly folk um, blessed by the hand of God.
1: I imagine that most of the Christians would meet in what we'd know as a house church situation there in Tibet. When you go there and you pray for the needs, and uh, do you see many miraculous uh, things that are happening in people's lives when you're praying?
2: Given the op- given the opportunity was a limited time frame. The only observation we could make was that, that God healed the individuals that we prayed for, in that their their, their, their physical conditions um, ceased at that time. Um, my my experience is that when we're doing healing rallies in Nepal, which has a, a, a mixed community of you know Hindus and Buddhists and animists, etc. The folk that we pray for that come that are not yet Christians or not yet believers are just as effectively um, ministered to as anybody else. God just loves revealing himself to all flesh. And we have been privileged to see thousands healed of amazing things. On one occasion, we had two folk raised back to life by Jesus at the rally, (laughs) which is something you don't hear every day Um, but yeah no god god just loves to express himself um you know all the time
1: well your ministry is called priority tibet ministries Mm. and i guess it's always a challenge to keep that profile before people who might become supporters, uh, people who pray for you, people who support financially, uh, to see this uh, work go on uh, into Nepal and uh, across the border into Tibet. Uh, You've got a special rally that's coming up on Saturday night, the 24th, Mm. at the Kimberley Park State School in Shaler Park. Now, that's in Logan in southeast Queensland. What are you going to be doing at that rally?
2: Uh, essentially we're we're using the opportunity to just um express the love of Jesus for anybody that turns up on that night we're not when it's a, there's no charge there's no you know offerings taken nothing of that nature we're simply as a the church that I'm fellowshipping with calvary family church we're just simply wanting to express the love of Jesus to anybody that's ill uh you know as I said before we've done i've done many many rallies and healing services and uh it's just such an absolute joy to see people come with grievous bodily ailments and then see them walking away totally healed and uh yeah love it well so Keith, I trust we we're simply wanting to uh give people opportunity to receive from the hand of god and have their lives cha- challenged and changed
1: Well, the ministry is called Priority Tibet Ministries. There's an email address you might like to jot down, rdesign01 at optusnet.com.au. And Keith Robinson, the co-founder of Priority Tibet Ministries. Uh, Great catching up with you, Keith. Thanks so much for talking to us today on 2020.
0: Thank you.